0: And welcome to Resonant Frequency, the Amateur Radio Podcast. My name is Richard, KB5JBV, and I am your host. We're going to try a little Dave Yates-style uh, podcasting this time around. Uh, we're going to do it at upwards of sixty 65-70 mi- miles an hour. We're currently uh, crossing railroad tracks and uh, dealing with bumps in the road and everything else. But that's okay. We're gonna we're gonna see if we can't get this out to you. We got information you can use. We might even chat a little bit about amateur radio. We'll see what happens. Alright, first up, the migration is complete. For those of y'all who've been keeping tabs, li- haven't been listening to the other show or whatever, resonant frequency, the amateur radio podcast, went out of business. We were out of business. But how but we are back in business. We have uh, restructured come in come back with a plan. our finances have been uh, iffy and it was time to change servers and everything else so unfortunately we've been down. I've had a lot of issues going on and uh, not really prepared to share that with everybody just now. However, we are back in business so, For those of you picking us up through iTunes, spread the word. Resonant Frequency, the amateur radio podcast, is back on the air. And we will be bringing uh, bringing a handful of uh, new episodes, uh, hopefully more. We have had to change service providers. The URL that is working at this time is rfpodcast.info. rfpodcast.info. Uh, Tell everybody to go on over there, get hooked up on the new uh, RSS feed, and everything else. If you, Like I said, if you're on iTunes, you really shouldn't have noticed a difference. Shouldn't have noticed a difference at all. For those of you who were on the old feed that are just now catching up with us, I'm sorry. We had an issue over there. In the process of the migration, the uh, old website got wiped out. The new one is up go on over to the uh, URL and give it a shot. Let me give y'all the current the uh, email address so y'all can contact me. The new email address will be kb5jbv at gmail.com. Yes, I know that is the old email address. However, we're going to go back to it because that one, no matter what happens, it's going to be there. So, any uh, comments, suggestions, whatever, hate mail, <laughs> why you been off the air so doggone long, whatever, just send it to kb5jbv at gmail.com, gmail.com. Okay, we've got the new Drupal site up. All the old podcasts are posted. Uh, Bill, KA9WKA, is currently working on the uh, getting the show notes back up. That was one of the fatalities in the migration. We lost for some reason all of the databases did not transfer. We were not able to get everything from the databases. I'm really not sure what happened with that, but that's the way it is. So that's up. Most everything else is working. Most of the articles are still there. If you were signed up with a uh, an account over at the old website, go back over to the new website. And sign back in. We'll get you uh, get your access straightened out and get you get you going. All right. I right. Can't think of a whole lot else other than make sure you make it to Dayton. Dayton's coming up, and uh, there will be a table for the other podcast, uh, Linux and Ham Shack, at Dayton. At Dayton. Uh, I won't be able to make it because my current circumstances have prevented me from doing so. Let's see, what else have we got? We'd like to thank Jerry Taylor for uh, his kind words on episode 39 of the Practical Amateur Radio podcast. We've always tried to help further uh, new podcasts coming coming around because uh, when I first started listening, there was not a whole lot to choose from. They were starting to die out, but they are proliferating at an exponential rate. Exponential rate. Uh, I find it totally amazing myself, but hey, (laughs) what can you do? I mean, we've got uh, good quality shows out there now. We've got uh, Practical Amateur Radio Podcast, Low SWR, Teen Radio Journey, uh, Linux and Hamshack, of course. A uh, little show called Resonant Frequency, and, I mean, it's just, it's absolutely wonderful. One thing I do want to let y'all know is that, uh, like I said, we're taking a cue from Dave Yates over at a lot of Linux links. He always records his shows while he's in motion between work and home. Well, I'm out, uh, out moving at this time, and currently this particular episode is being recorded on a Sansa Clip. And uh, we're going to listen to it real good when we get to the house and uh, see how bad the pops and clicks are. For some reason, these Sansa clips kind of pop. But that's okay. Uh, Let me see you do that with your iPod. (laughs) Heh But, as Davey H. says, coming to you at 60 miles an hour. We're not in a Honda Civic. In in fact, we're in the Dodge uh, Town & Country van. And we'll be fixing to get on the highway here in just a minute. Alright, so uh, I can't really think of much more before we move on. So uh, why don't we take us a little short break.
1: Will you knocked me down. Biggest fool in this town. No, I do Ooh, just a creature, right? Still, you're and stout all night. Ain't that a funky way to treat somebody? Fuck away, treat Ain't that a funky way to treat me? Fuck away, treat Ain't that a funky way to treat Sweet loving man like me. Yes, it is. Alright. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh uh-huh. Yes, it is. Right. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. No, fix your meals. Clean your clothes. But when you're taking no sugar, you take an no girl, you kick me outdoors. I work so hard just to bring you my pain. You don't wanna see me no more till next payday. That's a funky way to treat somebody. Funky way to treat somebody. Funky way to treat me. Funky way to treat. Ain't that a funky way to treat a good-lovin', sweet-lovin' man like me? Yes it is. All right. Yes it is. Yes it is. Ain't so that man. a funky way to treat me? To treat Ain't so that man. a funky way to treat a good, loving, sweet, loving man like me? Alright. Yes
0: Okay, now that we're back on the uh, back on there, I guess I probably ought to provide y'all with a little content. You know, uh, it's been difficult. There hadn't been a, a whole lot for me to uh, do amateur radio-wise over the last few months. However, I have been checking into things. I'm, I'm in the process of installing uh, HF equipment in my truck, which uh, the next one we do mobile will probably be done from the truck. So, uh, one thing I do want to talk about, I've had a change in my job situation, and I had to go back to one of my former professions. The upside is that it gives us more time away from all the distractions to actually record some shows. So, uh, from time to time, I'll be able to bring you all an episode either in motion or sitting still down at the new job site. It also gives me an opportunity to play amateur radio, uh, get on HF radios when I get uh, get them installed in the uh, truck, uh, get on VHF and UHF and uh, work some of the folks around the area, work with my D-Star radios and that kind of stuff. So, first thing I want to talk about which was the first thing that stood out to me when I started working nights again was the VHF Wasteland. Now, when I say the VHF Wasteland, I live in the the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Dallas and Fort Worth, uh, Tarrant, Dallas County. In fact, there's five counties right together here in this area. And every repeater pair within 70 miles and I know this because a club I belonged to before renewals came around one of the guys there is the coordinator for the VHF FM Society here in the state of Texas every repeater pair on VHF and UHF in the DFW Metroplex within 70 miles of Dallas is taken has a machine on it Now with all those repeaters in the area, why is it that you cannot get a conversation after 11 o'clock at night? Now I'm wondering what's going on with this. When I got licensed, there were three, four, five repeaters that stayed hot all night long. All night long. We would, uh, I'd be out working, working nights out on a parking lot somewhere and there would be a conversation to be had. The fact that the repeaters don't hear as good as they used to is a whole different situation. You know uh, last night I am I was like five miles away from one repeater with my handheld on five watts which would have been plenty enough uh, 20 years ago. Uh, now <laughs> No, I couldn't even break the squelch on it. I ran it up to 5 watts, climbed up on something, and just barely was able to tell the guy that, okay, thank you for your help and I'll see if I can improve things. So, why is it we can't get a conversation after 11 o'clock? And is it that way in your area? That's, uh, that's something I would like to know because is this a phenomena that is particular to this part of the country? Or is it something that's going on everywhere? When I got licensed, we were so happy to have the radios to be able to get on the air that we would just get on there and talk and yak all the time. And in fact, uh, that's one of the problems I have with another club I used to belong to here in the area, the Dallas Amateur Radio Club. Because there were a handful of Uh, club members that were on the repeater all night long and they started attempting to try and shut the repeater down at midnight because the control operators didn't want to have to listen didn't want to have to stay up and listen and you know if that was a problem then uh, they probably shouldn't have signed up for a control operator job so what's going on? y'all tell me I, I can't I can't fathom why there aren't people out there talking all night long. Last weekend, I monitored all night long, two nights in a row, and all I got was three guys over on a repeater I know was in Tarrant County that I think they were boyfriends. I'm not sure. I think they were, but that was it. After the last traffic net was over at 11 o'clock, nothing, nothing. So has VHF become a wasteland, and when I say VHF, I'm not talking about 220 or 6 meters. I'm talking specifically the 2 meter band, the workhorse of the local amateur radio service. You know, it's good enough for us to storm spot on, it's good enough for us to have nets on. In fact, it's even getting to the point that it's good enough for us to have D-Star uh, digital communications, though. But it's kind of like a, a desert, a wasteland. And when I say that, you know, I had this picture come to mind last night of a valley with a road running through the middle of it. On one end of the road was a housing, housing addition, on the other end of the road was a city vision <laughs> sounding like a desert property but the point is the only time that VH or two meters is active why don't we just say two meters the only time that two meters is really active around here is during drive time in the morning drive time in the evening you get a little bit of communications going on in, in the evening after drive time but it's normally some kind of net a swap net Uh, a club net, a racy net, a traffic net. There's never anybody just on there chewing the rag, talking about radios. You know, I could get to griping about some of the stuff they do talk about on the radio, but you know what? At this time, any radio's good radio. Because it's just empty. And we have, I know we have an FCC monitoring station here in Dallas. I know we do. And I know that there's somebody paying attention. And sooner or later, there's some kind of report going to be generated about how much traffic there is on the two-meter band in Dallas. Dallas, Fort Worth, DFW, North Texas, whatever. And if we're not using it, we're going to lose it. Now, this is just my personal rant, and that's what we may call these little mobile sessions is Richard's rant, because it's unscripted, and it's at 70 miles an hour. However, y'all are keeping me company on the way home. Not like I can find a conversation on two meters at this time of the morning. So as I'm saying, as I was saying, y'all tell me, send me some email, let me know what's going on. You know, I'm really unclear what's happened in the last 20 years. Admittedly, I was off there for about five years. I really haven't been super active on the VHF band, VHF and UHF bands in the last few years. But what's happened to all this? The old timers aren't in there talking to the new guys. Trying to teach them how to do things in uh, uh, an appropriate way. You know, at one time there was uh, a group over in Mesquite that were using the national calling frequency for their simplex frequency. Well, nobody's on it, they said, so we might as well use it. That doesn't make any sense because we got plenty of room, and at some point we'll discuss simplex operation. You know, the other unfortunate thing is, nowadays there's not a lot of simplex because the majority of radio operators out there are using handhelds. Handheld radios, well you know that's great if you're talking to somebody a mile away or talking to a repeater several miles away. But it doesn't do a lot of good for one-to-one conversation over fairly long distances. Now I really can't talk at this time, because as I said, I'm in the van. Which is the wife's car. And that means that there are no radios in the van. But I will be remedying that. I had a discussion with her last night to put a minimal 2 meter installation in the van. And it would be a dual, it would be a 2 meter 440 installation if. The neighborhood thieves had not stolen my dual band antenna I had on the side of the house. So, we're, we're getting fairly close. We're within a few minutes of ending this particular uh, installment. So, uh, let me go ahead and wrap up. Now, I'm sorry about ranting all the way here. All the way uh, through this particular uh, segment. But... Um, it just... it's difficult for me to understand because I know there's amateur radio operators, and two meters doesn't shut down or at least it doesn't shut down the way we think of a band shutting down it's not like the Sun goes down or the Sun comes up and the band becomes unusable we're using FM over relatively short distances uh, at reasonable power levels you know I worked all the way into Europe on less power than I uh, my two meter radio runs. Uh, shoot, I worked England one morning on ten watts, so it's not an issue. And I, I'm I'm failing to understand. It may just be the lack of enthusiasm. I got to thinking about it while uh, I was out at work last night, and for years. I, w- I loved radios. I got my first transmitter when I was a little bit bitty kid. I was probably 10, 12, 10, 11 years old, and I got a pair of Archer Handy Talkies on channel 14 on that band we're not supposed to talk about. Before that, there was old Hallicrafter receiver and I sat there and listened to the international broadcast band. I got a 40 channel uh, radio on that band that we don't talk about when I was 15 years old. And I operated there for, I guess, probably 10 or 12 years. By the time I got my amateur radio license, I was ready, man. I wanted to talk to the world. And I had a lot of enthusiasm. And unfortunately these new guys they got cell phones and text messaging and all this other stuff and they don't spend any time you know used to you talk to somebody that was trying out something they've been working on or, or something else you know at the very least every, t- every uh, town that had a favorite football team we'll talk about the football games on the repeater for crying out loud I really don't know. However, we are back. And I really would like to hear y'all's input. So y'all send me some emails. Let me know what's going on, how y'all feel about this particular stuff. Uh, Y'all let me know what you think about the, uh, the mobile rant approach to getting some extra episodes happening. Uh, Maybe it's not a rant. Of course, we may have to do this more often. Uh, I'm currently trying to figure out how to record with a decent microphone uh, while I'm at work. Something I can do and uh, it not be a problem while I'm there. So we'll see how that comes out. So with that, I guess we'll move on to the next segment. Go. Uh, we've worked our way through one. I hope that uh, when we go to that, go to edit, this uh, turns out to be usable. Because uh, I'd really like to get some more stuff into the feed now that we have it back up and going. And. Uh, I hope there wasn't too much road noise, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I definitely like to get more stuff into the feed. So uh, we'll be uh, we'll be seeing how this turns out, and y'all send me some feedback on it. Like I said, go over to the new website, which is rfpodcast.info, rfpodcast.info. It uh, at this time I believe it looks pretty much like the old site did, and I'm still working on it. Um, send me some feedback let me know about this Uh, we're in the process of getting all the donation stuff uh, moved around and pointed in the right direction and I'll keep y'all posted on that Uh, send your feedback to kb5jbv at gmail.com kb5jbv at gmail.com and with that y'all take care of yourselves and Uh, we'll see what happens when we go to edit this Uh, y'all have a great day and uh, we'll see you next time